I'm Sean. And I'm Mike. And you're listening to Sean and Mike Take a Hike. All right, welcome to another episode of Sean and Mike Take a Hike. What are we going to talk about today, Sean? Okay, so today I thought we would talk about first aid, like the essentials. Not like like okay. all first aid. We're not talking like setting broken bones and stuff like that, but like right. first aid kit, what are the things that we should bring in and we don't know nothing about medical stuff first aid kit. <laughs> if that makes sense. <laughs> so what what we should be taking for as like the bare minimum to get you through some minor injuries. Right. If if they were to happen. So Right. Because like you and I, our first aid kit, like even as new as we are, our first aid kit has like evolved over the trips we have taken over the years. Because yeah. we started out with like a big first aid kit. Yeah. And then it was like, yeah, this is too much. And so we've kind of like whittled it down to just the things yeah. that we think are essential. So I thought we could maybe pass that along. To so so what I'm seeing as a theme from all of these episodes as we keep going is, and I don't even know what number we're on uh, yet. If it's, I don't think we're to 20 yet, but no, uh, <laughs> but I, I'm pretty sure the theme is that we started out way overpacking. <laughs> I, I knew that's what you were going to say. Yes, we did. I mean, in a lot of ways, we start we yeah. way overpacked, and that's why we started this podcast, right? Because, like, okay, again, back to like the original thing is, you read all these things, but there's no. <sighs> What's a good way to put it? Like, there's no, like, middle of the road. Like, hey, yeah. can I just go out and have fun for the weekend? Right. Like, nobody is saying, if you just want to go have fun for the weekend, take this stuff, you should be fine. Right. 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 And, like, okay, and to bring it back to what we're talking about this episode, so first aid kit. This first aid kit is not going to solve all the world's problems, right? Like, I mean, if you get a compound fracture, or you have a bear attack, or you have... I mean, we don't have these here, but let's pretend you get, like, stung by a rattlesnake. Not stung. What's the word? Bit. Bit, Bit by a rattlesnake. <laughs> we don't have them here. I'm not sure how they do it. But, you know, right. like, this is not going to take care of those, but this is going to take care of, like, your basic first aid. Yeah. You have a boo-boo out on the trail. Maybe even something slightly more dangerous than a boo-boo, but not anything life-threatening. Right. Because you and I talk. I remember you and I talking, like, a year ago, give or take, maybe a year and a half ago. Yeah, probably. And we kind of said, like, look, here's the bottom line. If things go super sideways, neither one of us is qualified to do, like, <laughs> we crazy are, medical stuff. We are not medically right? trained. <laughs> We're not medically trained. And that's the thing. And most people are not medically trained. Right. So why do I need to take, uh, you know, like a sewing kit? To suture you right. up. Like, I'm not going to be able to do it. I'm not going to do it right. I'm not going to do it effective. I'm probably going to make things worse. Well, yeah, I was just going to say, you could do more harm than, than good if you don't know what you're doing and you try to do the wrong things or try to do, you're right. trying to do the right thing, but you're, you're making matters worse. So, so then why am I even bringing well, that stuff? Right. I mean, that's the whole thing. So yeah. So our first aid kit has pared down yeah. from what it originally was. Well, and I think realistically, we had a gallon bag size one, and now we yeah. have a quart bag size one. Yeah. 
I mean, realistically, if you get into the more, I mean, we're, I can't I guess we're kind of jumping in, but if you were to get into a more serious injury or more serious thing, you can use things out in nature as a makeshift splint or a makeshift, like whatever. Right. Or you could use an article of clothing as a makeshift, whatever. Right. So there, there are right. ways to do it and do a little bit more. Is it the most sterile? Is it the most clean way to do it? No, but you're doing it and you can worry about the cleanliness of later. So, well, for sure. And my, and for my two cents, and again, we're kind of jumping ahead <laughs> a little bit, but for my two cents, instead of taking up the room in your bag with like every first aid thing under the sun that you're not going to use that you're not going to use, take up that space with an emergency beacon. Yeah. Take up that space with like a GPS communicator. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, cause yep. realistically, like, I don't know how to do most things. I barely know how to do CPR. That's kind of embarrassing to admit, but like I took CPR two, three, maybe four years ago at this point. Yeah, It's been a while. For so, me. you know, I kind of know how to do CPR, but, like, I don't really know how to do it. I've never done it in real life. Right. I don't know how to set a bone. I, I, I don't I'd probably to... pass out trying, so. Right. <laughs> so, like, real, if it got that bad yeah. where I needed a real doctor. I mean, we. I needed, I needed real help. <laughs> we, we have I'm said, not doing it. We have said, I mean, I'm hoping it's jokingly. But we have said, like, <laughs> I'm just digging a hole and leaving you there. <laughs> like, I get, was if, mostly joking. Right, mostly. <laughs> yeah. Every time we go, right. uh, we make sure the life insurance is paid up so my wife is not uh, left stranded. <laughs> and look, here's the thing. If I get attacked by a bear, I hope I fucking die. That's an awful thing to say. But like, I don't know. You, I don't you'd know get to go on the Today be... Show. I don't want half of my skull hanging off and you, like, dragging me to safety. Mm -mm. I'd be calling somebody and um, we'd be getting your ass airlifted out of there. I ain't dragging nobody. Realistically, you ain't calling somebody anyway. <laughs> You're just going to keep walking. Right. I'm just going to set my pack down. Like, like, nope, nope, nope. No, he <laughs> was dead when I left him. Nope. <laughs> I mean, I hate to joke about that because, like, there's people there, that have had that yeah, real life yeah. things, and it's not funny. Like, it is scary. It's a real thing, but yeah, sadly, how I mean, awful. Not sadly, but like, fortunately for us, we don't have that treacherous of terrain where we're at in in Michigan. Um, the Porkies was there, there was some sketch. Um, Oh, I think Picture Rocks had more sketch than that's, the Porky's. That's true. Yeah, yeah. There was the risk of like falling off. There was off a couple of, of spots where it was like, yeah. yeah. And if you fell yeah. off, you're in Lake Superior. You were crashing that where we were at. A lot of the times, it was you were just falling on rocks. Yeah. So yeah, you were. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I guess there is some sketch. So, anyway, that's getting a little bit yeah, off topic. Anyway. So anyway, <laughs> so the whole point of this, what I thought we could talk about today is. Let's pretend you're a beginner backpacker, mm -hmm. which you and I pretty much are. Well, isn't that what this podcast is for? Well, I think so. <laughs> so let's talk about, like, I thought we could do a basic rundown of what we take in our pack. Yep. Is our basic first aid kit. And then kind of talk about some, some things that you and I think we should pack that we haven't yet. Yep. Um, but that are probably good ideas and we probably should start doing. Yep. 
and see where that gets us. Yeah, because we've been thinking and, and looking into things and found right. found some good ideas that we're like, never thought of that. And right. found some things that we've taken in the past and we're just like, we're really ne- – if it comes down to that, we're not doing that. Like, right. So, um, I mean, so we, I we've have... had the conversation, joking, not joking, but, like, we've had the conversation of just, like, if if it gets bad enough, we have the the similar mindset, uh, Sean and I. And this is why you don't you don't hike alone, unless you're really experienced and know what you're doing. We don't hike alone because if something were to happen, I can set my pack down. Sean is injured; he right. can stay with the packs. I can walk a lot faster and farther without a pack and go get help if I or go get cell signal. Um, Absolutely. So. Joking, not joking. There, we do say well, I'm just leaving your ass behind, but that's the leaving your ass behind. He he's taking, right. he's watching the stuff, probably in pain. I'll make sure he gets whatever care I can provide, and then go provide or go find the help that we can get in the backcountry. So, right. Right. Um, but yeah, we and it goes back to our I think our introductory episode uh, or uh, yeah where we said find somebody that's like minded when you go yeah, and yeah. that will hike similarly to you because it goes a long way to have a similar mindset of how you're going to handle things. Are you going to freak out if somebody gets an injury? Like you and I both, I will. I mean, flat out, honestly, like, like no, joking aside, yeah. if you were to have like some gnarly injury, <laughs> I'm probably going to freak out and throw off a little bit. Okay. Well. Just being honest. <laughs> but so, then once I'm done throwing up, we, you and I have talked about like, okay, the plan is yep. stabilize you, keep you where you're at. And then, you know, we, we've talked about before we're gadget people, right? right. So like I can, I can mark on my device, mm-hmm. this is where I left you and go get help and then be able to get my way back to you right. is the big thing. Right. Be able to get back and you're able to use your device to like ping when you get self signal and, and mm-hmm. make sure that um, you can stop where you get self signal, make those calls, do whatever, and then be able to lead whoever back. So that, that I guess is like, that's not really a first aid kit thing, but that's just a first aid uh, conversation to have with whoever you're hiking with is have a game plan. If things go awry, like horribly right. awry, and you don't know how you're going to make it out of the woods. So, right. and we've we've mentioned before, and this this is kind of outside the realm of first aid kit, but like I guess it's worth repeating. Um, you know, even let's pretend you do go by yourself. At least let somebody know this is yeah. This is kind of my path. This is where I should be. Yep. This is when I anticipate being able to check in. Yep. You know, at least have. If you're out there totally solo, have somebody that's keeping tabs on where yeah, you're supposed I, to be. I, yeah, we we use an app that I think I mentioned it before that Footpath app that yeah. I can share with your spouse, my spouse that um this is today's path. This is where we're starting. This is approximately how long it's going to take. And this is where we're ending up. This, if we have cell signal, great. We're gonna check in. If you don't hear from, right. we're we're gonna be home on Monday. But if 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 
we don't should come back on Monday. These are the days like you last heard from us on Tuesday or, or on Friday or Saturday. So this is the last time you heard from us. Well, okay. So Saturday you would have been here at this starting location and you would have been walking here. So people know where to start searching for you. So now, in all fairness, that only works because we are staying at designated groomed campsites. So like no. the one we're planning well, but yes, but because the one that we're playing for this year, we don't know exactly where we're stopping this year. We don't know exactly where we're stopping, but uh, I feel like we're going to have it planned out by the time we go, and I'll be able to share that with them. I don't think so. I disagree. Mm-hmm. I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna say Take, we're starting here, place your bets, and we're folks. gonna go roughly. But yeah, well, <laughs> I, I know, but we're gonna say okay, we've got. Let's say we've got 25 miles to go in four days. So each day we're going to go roughly six miles, give or take. Yeah, but there's campsites along the trail um, that I found and, and stuff. I'll, uh, we'll talk about it offline. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, but, you know, whatever. Take, place your bets, folks. Okay. Okay. Place your place bets. bets. Okay, that's fine. I'm good. That, okay, even even all right. Let's say this year we do have designated ones to go right. to. We're not. That's not, not, not always going to be the case. Always going to. Yes, you are correct. So, but but we can give a general idea. We we are yeah. planning on hiking this far each day. So, start your searches there if things go horribly awry. So so anyway, aside anyway, from that, let's talk. Let's get into the kit. Yeah. Let's get into what we bring. So. I have our actual first aid kit here. So let's go through some of the things well, that yeah. we have. Take take them out one at a time, and we'll see yep. uh, as as we go what uh, what we've decided we need to take extra. All right. So very first thing. We got some ibuprofen, some pain, ibuprofen. pain reliever. Uh, that's also, I believe, a an inflammation uh, reliever. Correct. So ibuprofen specifically because it is a pain reliever and anti-inflammatory. Um, we bring that because it's like a multi-purpose kind of does all thing. Yep. You know, take take something along those lines. I mean, ours is off-brand. It's a cheap one. It's a little little tiny bottle. Hopefully, you don't need it too much. Right. But you know, I think at you've least you got uh, something. I think you've used it more for hangovers than injuries. I probably have used it more for hangovers <laughs> at this point. But in in my defense, it is good to keep that to make sure that it is not expired. So it yes. is good for us to go through it. True. Fair enough. So I am really, by using it for hangovers, I'm really helping to keep it fresh. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go along with that. I'll agree with that. On a side note, should we maybe put a piece of masking tape around that with the date that we filled it and the expiration date of the pills that we put in there, just in case we don't go through it. Um, can I tell you a secret? Okay. It's also the bottle that I take in my work bag. So we go through it and it's fresh. Okay. But, but an idea for those that don't do that. (laughs) Yes. Maybe for anybody. Yes. (laughs) We have, it's not just you and me here. We have listeners, right? A few of yeah. them, anyway. Yeah, I think I think that is smart. I mean, although realistically, most bottles, or even let's pretend you even just had a couple of packets from the gas station or whatever, like the True. little yeah. travel disposable ones, they have expiration dates on them. So True. just yep. before you go, make sure that the bottle that you have 
make sure that it's not expired. Right? Or, or I mean, even if, if you don't take a bottle, but you take like a handful of those little packets, that's fine too. Right. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I'm yep. saying. So like, you know, whatever your method of keeping yep. things fresh is, come up with a method to make sure that your, your medication is not expired yep. and, you know, have it fresh. Ours is fresh. I promise. Close enough to being not expired. <laughs> um, all right. So next out of the bag, let's take this out of the thing next. So that's going to be. And we've got an ace bandage. Ace bandage. Um, so we just have a cheapy, cheapy, cheap one. Yeah. Um, but, you know. Not name brand. Not, right. not, it's not an ace bandage or whatever. It's, it's like an, a elastic, cheapy one an elastic bandage. Yeah, exactly. So that's going to be good for your twisted ankle, yep. your, uh, you know, sprained wrist if you fell that you want to yep. stabilize. Um, or if you heard him using trekking poles. Right. I mean, just your, your <laughs> just have to bring that up. Yeah. You just, you're trying to make me mad at mm-hmm. this point, I feel like. Yep. That's fine. <laughs> but, just, but, yeah, I mean, you know, everybody knows what an ace bandage is for. Yeah. It's, you know, your your basic sprains, your basic strains. You probably could make a makeshift sling out of it if you oh, really yeah, needed sure. to. Yep. Um, you know, because ours is pretty long, the, so it's... The only thing, I guess, with the ace bandage, I don't know if we take, because you, you're the keeper of the first aid kit, um, is that I don't know that we take any clips or... Uh, this one has Velcro. Oh, it does. Okay, so it's a it's a yeah. self Velcro. Okay, it's a yeah, it's a self Velcroing. So you yeah. have to use the. But, well, I mean, you always have to use the full ace bandage. So never mind. Yeah, you got to use the whole thing. I mean, you could get the regular ones. I know the ones you're thinking of with, with the, the metal like, clips, and, gator teeth, or whatever, or safety that, pen, or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, whatever, whatever version you get, you know, yeah. make sure you got a way built to in, like, Velcro yep. strap. So okay, right, perfect, right. So, yep, so we got that. Um, next thing pulling out of the pack is, if I can get it out. A, an adhesive bandage. It's an adhesive bandage. Band-Aid, coverlet, whatever your brand of choice is. Um, kind of the thought behind that is, like, everybody needs a Band-Aid every once in a while. Yeah, right? Everybody needs a good cry, fake cry. Uh, <laughs> no, smart. <laughs> If you get a blister on your foot, sometimes, uh, you know, just putting a Band-Aid on it will help. Um, any any rubbing you have, I mean, I, I know I've come out of the woods and uh, my nipples were raw because I, you know, whatever. Oh, so, God, yes. So if just some Band-Aids just to save some of that rubbing or if you, heaven forbid, get a small cut or something that, that just you need to stop a little bit of bleeding or keep some uh, infection out, so... That's the thing. I mean, keep, you know, some small cuts, some blisters, I think, are the big thing yeah. that we take the band-aids for. But, like, yeah. realistically, if you cut yourself, you want to keep some of that dirt out. Because we've you? talked about before, you're not real clean out there. Right. If you want to try to keep some of that dirt out of that, then you've at least got a band-aid you can put on things. Um, sometimes band-aids just make you feel better just because they're band-aids. So, I always have an emotional support band-aid. I, you know, every now and then you just need a bandaid. Like, look, let's be honest. I'm not going to say I've never put a bandaid on just to make it feel better. Sometimes just the pressure of the bandaid yeah, makes be. things feel better. Well, if you've got support. a small cut on your finger or whatever. Yeah, or like, um, 
not to get too personal, but I do have, I have like chronic dry skin on my hands and my, my knuckles will bleed if I don't lotion them mm-hmm. or whatever. And sometimes mm-hmm. just putting a bandaid on for the support of not bending them keeps it from cracking. So there's times where you'll see me and I'm just, I'm wearing a bandaid on my knuckles, but I don't have a cut. It's just to prevent a, right. prevent a split. So sometimes it's yeah, just, that's the thing. it's a preventative thing too. So, I mean, I don't feel like we need to talk about band-aids to death. Everybody okay. knows what yeah. band-aids are for. So, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's a band-aid, you know, <laughs> right. so, uh, next thing out of the pack, hot on the heels of a band-aid is. I can't see what that is. Is that a uh, oh a larger it's, a larger it's, bandaid? It's the large bandaid. <laughs> so it's like the. Um, I he was tricking me here. <laughs> I guess I don't know what you call them, but like I think you just call them like a a a large bandaid. I don't I don't know what the name. That's of more it or is. less. It's just those are the ones I've seen for. Well, they, it's like a, a two inch or a one and a half inch pad on them, rather than like the little half inch pad. So, like they're they're for, they're for the a little bit larger wounds. If you got a bigger scrape, you fell and you were rubbed against a tree or something like that. Right. Something to to just cover that, stop the bleeding, or like I said, keep dirt out, things like that. Yeah. So I, it's really, I mean, it's like. At the end of the day, it's a large band aid. There's not a hell right. heck of a lot it's, to say. It's but for yeah, your it's little, for bit, your little bit things larger, more than yeah, yeah. Yeah, more than like a finger cut, yeah. you know, you get a big gash on you from walking into a tree or whatever, you know, it's for your regular stuff. So to keep the dirt and debris out of it, mm-hmm. or keep if you it got as a clean giant as you can keep it, foot. or if you got a giant blister on your foot, for sure. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Um, next thing that we have that I'm going to pull out, this is... That is some adhesive tape, waterproof adhesive tape. Yep. Make sure it's waterproof uh, in case it's al- raining. Kind of along the same lines. You know, you got some of these. You're sweating. You know, you got you to gotta keep something attached to you. Yep. You know. Well. Or the other thing that I have used that for, um, honestly, is like, what if you need to buddy tape? Like, let's let's say you sprain oh, a finger yep. or yeah, you get absolutely. something out of socket or mm-hmm. or your toes are rubbing together and you need to buddy tape your toes together. Yep. That sort of stuff. Like, you can use that adhesive tape. Well, if they're rubbing to... together, then they're already together. You don't need to keep them together. No, I know, but if you if you buddy tape them together, though, then they don't rub against each other because gotcha. they move in unison. Gotcha, okay. So, <laughs> or let's pretend, you know, let's pretend things were really bad and you had to do, like, a splint for your finger or something. Grab a stick. Now yep. you've got, grab a stick, and use some of this adhesive tape, yep. make a splint out of it, you know. I mean, you could theoretically do it even bigger because we take a whole roll. So you could, you know, if you broke your arm or something, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you, you we take a whole roll just because you can't buy a partial roll. <laughs> well, right. <laughs> so it's, it's still brand new from our first trip. <laughs> yeah. We've never had. No, like, it's, realistically, I mean, it's, it's in the thing. You, you never want to have to use these things. And fortunately, we've never had to use them. We've used a couple of them, like the, you know the ibuprofen, and the and ibuprofen. stuff like that. Yeah. But yeah. we don't. We haven't used the, the obviously the adhesive tape. But if something were to, I mean, realistically, you could use the adhesive tape. And I didn't even think about it until now. But if your pack starts rubbing on your hips, you could put the adhesive tape or put a band aid there, and you could try to prevent some extra rub in there. I didn't even think yeah. about that till now. So. Um, yeah. some other options. I mean, well, I mean, if your pack is rubbing on your hip or you're getting a, a rub mark or whatever, that's technically a use of first aid. So, 
Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, adhesive tape for whatever you might want to use it for. Um, next thing that's going to come out of the pack is... Clear eyes. For all Clear you, eyes, for all you pot smokers that don't want to get caught. Right. <laughs> uh, eye drop. Some sort yeah. of eye drop, some sort of whatever. Um, <sighs> my thought behind that is just, like, if you get something in your eye that you kind of need to flush out. Yeah. You're not exactly around clean water all the time, and this way at least you could try to clean your eye. We've all walked through that big swarm of gnats, and every once in a while you get one in an eyelash or something, and you just cannot get it out of your eye or whatever, yep. you know. So that'll help flush things out. Um, if you're just walking at night and you get a stick or something and you got some dirt in your eye, you know, yep. you just hit hit a branch and you get some dirt in your eye, something like that. Yep. It's not the worst idea. Um, it's, I mean, or if you happen to uh, imbibe in some uh, infused <laughs> edibles or whatever on the trail, then uh, <laughs> it'll help. Right. DNR is coming up on you. You want to get rid of that red eye? You know, I mean, I don't know what your state's like. Work. It's legal in our state, but, you know, wherever right. you're at, maybe it's not legal. Um, yeah, but no, I mean, my thing is, like, really, like, if you got something in your eye, you need to flush yeah. it out. You need something that's clean to flush it out with. We just take the little travel size one. It's not like we take the big old bottle or right. whatever. Um, yeah. I think it's just a good thing to take just in case, you know, tr as, as much as you can, try to get that stuff taken care of while you're out there. So you don't have to abandon the rest of your trip because you got something stuck in your eye. You got something stuck in your eye. You can't, you can't see the trail and keep an eye on where you're stepping because that's a big excuse me a big part of this is uh keeping an eye out where your feet are going right so so all right so next thing out of our first aid kit um we have benadryl well they're not benadryl brand they're they're liquid allergy gels okay um, some kind of antihistamine some sort of antihistamine right like yeah you got your your insect bites, your allergic reactions to something you come across on the yeah. trail. You Heaven forbid your... you come across poison ivy, poison oak, something along those lines. Exactly. Yeah. Whatever, whatever you could be allergic to, you're going to want something, some sort of like antihistamine mm -hmm. to help with that allergic reaction. Um, some people are just allergic to nature. Some people are allergic to nature. And one thing, kind of to glob onto the back of this, that you and I do not take in our kit, but maybe it is worth mentioning is we don't take an EpiPen. Neither True. one of us have severe allergies right. that would require an EpiPen, but not, I would hope anybody that has severe right. allergies yeah. that is out Make doing sure you're this would know that. how to prepare for I think for that, that would fall under personal medications. Uh, anything that you need to take on a daily uh, for, yeah. for your personal health, uh, anything. I mean, I know I'm on a whole salad of pills, so, um, anything you need to take on your, on your regular, make sure you take those out in the back country, just because you're on vacation yep. in the back country doesn't mean your body stops doing what it does. So yeah. Yeah. Make sure you take it. Excellent out. point. So, so we don't put, you and I don't put in our quote unquote first aid kit. We don't take personal medication in that. Right. But I carry my personal you first take aid yours. kit. Well, exactly. The last couple of trips, just in case you have had one of mine and I have had like a day's worth of yours and you've had a day's worth that of mine. That is true. So that is true. And that's, I mean, that's just good practice. 
not specifically related to first aid, but Mike and I kind of decided, I don't know what, a couple years we've been mm-hmm. doing that now where we'll take each other's pills, you know, a dose worth or two doses worth, depending on Just how, in how case often you need to take something. My pack gets dumped or whatever and I lose them. So, so God That's forbid. You know, yeah. I mean, what if, what if, uh, I don't know. I mean, and worst case scenario to prevent you from going over a cliff, you had to drop your pack or something, you right. know, I mean, I don't know. Like these are crazy situations that hopefully would never happen, but that way, if it is just the two of us, at least you have a backup for some of that medication. If it's something that you can't miss, if it's not that important, right? Maybe not worth doing all that. But if it's a pill that you have to take, or uh, you're diabetic, maybe you need insulin, or you're, you know, whatever the case may be. If it's a pill you absolutely can't take, well, maybe have your hiking partner take the yeah. extra one for you. Yeah, if you can't miss it, make sure that you have a backup plan just just in case. Hopefully, yeah. it never, like, again, all of this first aid stuff is hopefully you never have to use it. It's just always a good idea to have on hand. Um, yeah. I think I don't know if you have this in our pack because I haven't looked at ours in a while. But on the same uh, uh, topic of the antihistamines would be something like a topical antiseptic or a hy- like a hydrocortisone cream. So, I actually have two okay. creams. Um, so <laughs> the next one we'll get to that one in a minute. The next one I was going to talk about is we also take a Benadryl cream. Yep. So okay. we take yep. we take a Benadryl antihistamine type pill. We also take a Benadryl type. Yeah, I mentioned the poison ivy, poison oak. That that would be more useful. Right. For it. This yeah. is a, more, a topical version. Your insect bites. Your yeah. whatever like that. But globbing right onto the back of that is we do take an antibiotic ointment mm-hmm. also. So those are the two ointments that we take. Um, actually, we take three ointments. We'll get to the next one in just a second. <laughs> we but, take them way more than I ever thought we took. Well, but they're all <laughs> but they're all small. So yeah. it all is travel size stuff. It fits in a quart yeah. size ziploc. It takes barely any room. You so, said it before. What we was that have last barely one you just needed to use. The this anti- is the antibiotic ointment. Okay, so ointment. Th- that's yeah. going to be more like your um, you, to keep like a cut sterile or something like that to help keep germs yeah, out. Yeah, it's going to be like for that. minor okay. cuts, scrapes, yep. burns, you whatever. Know, you get a really wicked blister that you maybe want to keep clean. Right. Okay. Um, that sort of stuff. That's going to be your like your okay. antibiotic, right? Yep. Like, I mean, it's going to be your. Keep, I did, we I, we just glossed growing. over. It. I just wanted to make sure to get that out there. Just, yeah. yeah, just in case. Yeah. Yep, antibiotic ointment. So just like off-brand, cheap little yep. travel size. Some people thing, might know it as like a Neosporin. We're not a sponsor. Neosporin, I think, is the brand name. <laughs> but right, yeah. Exactly. Um, and then the other one that we bring is we bring diaper rash creams. So. Yeah. <laughs> Which <laughs> I didn't know. Thing. I didn't know until just a few minutes before recording this. I told them I really could have used it because I've had. It's rubbing in areas. <laughs> not specifically first aid, although could turn into first aid. Oh, like yeah. We, I have used it. You get a little bit of thigh rub going on. Mm-hmm. Um, you talked about it before, but you get a little bit of that nipple chafing going yep. on. I mean, there's times where you get enough rubbing going. You, you, you think you're uh, going to start a fire, so... That's the thing. So we bring the diaper rash cream just in case you got rubbing going on somewhere... You know, yep. you gotta you gotta get a little bit of something going on to fix that. Yeah. So that you can keep going. Um you can, don't you take can a push through. through. Doesn't yeah, it don't take a very much weight. 
up to you whether you feel like you need to bring it. We bring it in. We bring it. Um, like I said, a couple of these things I didn't know we were taking. Sean is the keeper of the first aid. I don't know if we should both take a first aid. I mean, like you said, if, if you know, like if I, if I drop my pack and you've got my pill, like you've got my pills, like, but if I lose my pack and I have the first aid, then we're just without first aid. But, but I feel like we could also bail, right? Well, like if that happened, bail. yeah, and nobody's injured, you know, you don't got anything major. I feel like we could bail. Yeah. Okay. I mean, the same That's kind of my thought. And, and anyway. the same and the same thing. Like my my pack has. My tent, and it has my, you know, my, a lot of my stuff that I would need to keep going anyway. We'd have if I lost my pack, we'd have to bail. Yep. So, so that is everything that I keep in the specific quote unquote first aid bag. Oh no, I have one more thing that I keep in the quote unquote first mm-hmm. aid bag, and that is the iodine swab stick. Oh, yep. Um, you and I have talked about this before. I feel like this is kind of overkill. Yeah. Um. I don't know as though there would be a situation where I I would actually They're need so an small swab and stick. so lightweight though that I don't know that taking them out of the pack you would notice it. That's kind of what I yeah. think too. I mean, for anybody that doesn't know exactly what an iodine swab stick is, it's like it's that thing when you go to the doctor and they like before they give you an injection or whatever they rub that like thing that cover, colors your skin brown. Um, it's like a swab stick. Like it, it's like a yeah, super it's, it's a antibacterial. Lot, it's more antibacterial than just because I mean every time I I have like a flu shot or whatever they just wipe me with an alcohol swab and then they shoot me up. So when I've had my chest tube or when I've had any other kind of surgeries or anything like that, right? They it's have, like the they, big. Yeah. it's like the major yeah, cleaner it thing. Turns your skin yellowish brown and yeah. It has a bit of an odor to it, yep. <laughs> but, it, but yeah, it's, it's like, like, it's like super, super antiseptic. antiseptic. Yeah. yeah. So, so I feel like it's, it's like for your more, maybe your more serious cuts or your more serious things. Right. Um, I take one just cause we happen to have one. I don't feel like it hurts. Like you said, it doesn't take up any space. It doesn't yep. hardly weigh anything. Well, I mean, it's it's, just, it's technically, I think that little kid is like two little like cotton swabs filled that have the iodine on them or is it different i, I thought it this is this is the actual swab stick thing like the thing that when you go to the doctor yeah you know they, okay like it's like, it's like oh, the big okay. yeah, yeah it's the giant size q-tip that they yeah, have that's, that's full exactly of iodine that they yep, wipe okay. on you um we've never needed it hopefully nope. we never need it but i don't feel like it hurts to take so that is everything that is in my kit now okay. the other things that me sean takes that I consider first aid, but I don't put in the kit. Okay. I take um, chapstick. Yep, I, I take my own chapstick. I, I take like an SPF chapstick. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's multi-purpose. A, it makes your lips feel nice. Yep. Um, also prevents them from getting wind and sunburn. Mm-hmm. I don't know as though you would qualify that as first aid. I count it as a first aid thing. I, I think it's um, in the first aid section of, uh, and it's at the pharmacy at the store. It's at the pharmacy. Right. So. Like, so I, <laughs> I take that. Um, the other thing that's not in my kit, but that I take you and I have talked about this before a multi-tool. Yep. Right. Yep. So I take a multi-tool. It's a knife. It's a can opener. It's got a set of tweezers in it. It's yep. got, uh, mine actually has a little, pliers you know so yep. it's like a i put it 
in the first aid realm, even though it's not technically in my yeah. first aid kit. It, it, I mean, it, it can serve it. I mean, any time you like any knife or or multi tool or anything anything along those lines, in a sense, like I mean, we could even consider our shovel at first aid. It's because it, it mm-hmm. opens up. It's got the emergency whistle. It's got. Uh, the fire start. Well, that's not first aid. That's emergency, but it's got um, a knife. So if you needed to right. do anything, you know. So there's numerous things in your pack that could be considered um, uh, first aid. One thing we didn't mention that I had on my notes, and I don't know that I will would take them, only because they'd end up in a in a dirty pack or a dirty first aid kit or whatever. So I don't know how sterile they would be, but it would be like disposable gloves. I mean, you could put them in their own little pack or something like that too, but. So, you know, it's funny that you bring up the disposable gloves because when I was putting this kit together, I really went back and forth on the disposable gloves. You know, because. So my understanding of why you would want disposable gloves is really to protect me from you. Yeah. Well, so if I were giving you some sort of medical assistance, like if you clean up an area and then you put gloves up or well, or whatever, you know, just, you're not adding extra dirt from your fingers and things like that into a wound or anything like that. If you needed to. Yeah. Which your hands are going to be dirty and even packs, Sorry, even gloves in a pack mm-hmm. in a Ziploc bag are, are not probably sterile. going to be cleaner than my. Well, well yeah. they're probably going to be cleaner than my hands, though. Yeah. So, so not not the worst idea. Um, I just I don't know because we take out probably more hand sanitizer than we need. Well, that's true, too. So we didn't even talk about hand sanitizer. Sanitize your hands with hand sanitizer. Sanitize the wound with your uh, iodine swab or your sterile pack Yeah, or anything. And you should be okay as clean as you're going to be in the woods. As clean as putting on disposable gloves, rubber gloves or whatever. Yeah. As you're going to be in the woods. So I don't know if that's something to take... Again, I guess we'll come back to use your own judgment. Do you, you do you. If you feel like uh, disposable gloves or rubber gloves is going to be the way to go, then do that. But I, I, I really think, I mean, we we take hand sanitizer with us because, I mean, you're pooping in the woods, you're peeing in the woods, yeah. you're, you're dirty, and then you got to eat. So take some hand sanitizer or some alcohol I mean, wipes for, or something. Right. So, we for sure take hand sanitizer. <sighs> In a first aid setting, I would assume hand sanitizer is better than nothing. Ninety-nine percent uh, kills all. So meal. yeah, I think that's worth talking about. Yeah. So um, and then as far as the rubber gloves go, you decide whether you feel like yeah. you need to take them. Yeah, I was, right? just, I was I mean, just going I down my list thing. of uh, some of the research I did with uh, things that. Some people recommended, and other people say they poop yeah. away or whatever. So that that yeah. was one. Um, another one. The other we, thing that I have on my list, um, we we kind of talked about it like in the band aid section, but there is this stuff called moleskin, mm-hmm. 
Or what What else is it called? It's like Second Skin or whatever uh, it's called. There's it, a name brand that's uh, – and I only know this name brand because I used to bowl, and they sold it in the vending machine at the bowling alley. It was called New Skin. But it's – yeah. Yeah. It's a – It's like it's like a blister preventative type mm, thing. Yeah. Or if you have a, a cut or whatever, it burns like crazy if you have a if you have an open cut, but it'll keep you from putting more pressure on that. You put this yeah. little um, fabric cloth type yep. layer over what you want to protect, and then it's basically super glue. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, realistically, that sounds wonderful. <laughs> it, like I said, it burns like hell if, uh, if if it's an open wound or whatever that you're covering, but. Uh, it works. But if you have blisters bad enough, mm-hmm. that's the thing. It does work. It works. So I feel like that should be mentioned in the realm mm-hmm. of first aid because, like, that's that's one of the, your common injuries, right, is yeah. going to be blisters. So we we take the Band-Aids. We don't take the mole skin or the new skin or whatever. Yeah. You could probably take both realistically and yeah. then use whatever one works for you. Well, yeah, if you've got multiple days coming up and you, you're like, oh, a Band-Aid's going to be just fine, then you put a Band-Aid on and you go four miles and you're like, it's not just fine. You try, yeah. you could try the new skin, and then if that's not working, you maybe try both. I don't know. Um, yeah. But, yeah, there's uh, not every situation calls for the same game plan. So, Right. Um, the other thing that I take as part of the multi-tool, which I think it, it, my recommendation is to take a multi-tool, but if you're not going to take a multi-tool. They're heavy, so if you don't run, want that weight. Well, but I take I take a Swiss Army knife, and like, well, you're that's, saying, yeah, you're that's saying, in my yeah. everyday pocket regardless. Yeah. But if you're not going to take that, <clears throat> so we mentioned tweezers, we mentioned the small knife, um, Scissors, like scissors, scissors are kind yeah. of important. Yep, I've got that in my you need multi-tool to cut something, too, yep. whatever you know. Like, so if you're not going to take the multi-tool, maybe take some sort of small scissors mm-hmm. that you could cut things up with. Like, you're you're not doing surgery out there, but you well, might need scissors for ready, various things. So the one thing that we didn't really mention is a like sterile gauze pads or some kind of a like adhesive wrap, not adhesive wrap, but some kind of a bandage wrap other than an ace bandage, um, like a gauze pad or something like that. That is on my list. We don't take it, but so if you needed to cut that, like if you wrapped your wound. Do I not know what that is? You Do I not understand what you're talking about? <laughs> like gauze, gauze wrap or gauze pads? Like So they do sell like little packs. Basically, a gauze pad is the pad of a Band-Aid without the Band-Aid. So, okay, but I feel like we don't need to take that because we take the large bandage, right. and then if you needed to wrap that, we have the ace bandage right. that we could that, wrap so that and let, attach it with. What I was saying was that we don't take this, but this oh, is something okay. that people could take is a sterile gauze pad or a sterile gauze wrap. So a, a gauze wrap is that material in a wrap form that you would wrap. Oh, yeah, okay, I know exactly so what you're talking about. So if you didn't about. want yeah, to yeah, yeah. waste okay. the whole roll, you could use your scissors sure. to cut that. Scissors, gotcha. Yep. Okay, yep, I understand what you're talking about. <laughs> yep, yeah, that's a good, okay, good recommendation. Yep. So I feel like we have things that could be used instead of that, so well, we don't need I mean, to double up. Really, but... I mean, okay, here, here's another thing. If you need, you need a knife or you need scissors... If there is an injury, 
heaven forbid it's bad enough and you need a tourniquet or you need to put extra pressure on something, you end up having to cut a shirt. You have to cut something. You got scissors or a knife to do that. True. So, and we, oh, and for that, sure, that, I think take a knife. Yeah. I mean, so, but the other thing that I was going to say is what I, I've looked into it multiple times is should you take an actual tourniquet just in case? And everything that I find is basically no. And we have, we have fallen on the lines of no. Our decision is if things are that bad, A, I'm going to use my belt and stop. That's what I was going to say. Do I not know what a real tourniquet is? Because I just think it's it's like, realistically, I believe a real tourniquet is what you see people shoot up with is like the rubber elastic. Oh, the the rubber thing. Like that. Okay. Gotcha. All right. Like you would have when you go give blood or whatever. Yes. I went with shoot up. (laughs) You went with shoot up. We have different points of reference. Got it. Okay. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, so that's, that's an actual tourniquet. (laughs) Okay. Got it. You can use a waistband of your shirt or you could use your belt, whatever. You get some pressure and a stick and wrap that shit up and stop the bleeding. Set your pack down. Say I'll be right back. Run and get help because you're not doing any major surgery right yeah. there. I mean, so. I think I think if you and I got to the point where we needed a tourniquet, we take enough other things. Like we've talked about before. Yeah. We take our paracord. Yep. We both are wearing a belt. You've got the elastic from your underwear. Yeah. You've got. You, I think we have enough things. You got to boy scout boy scout the shit out of it, <laughs> like right. type of a thing. Pretend you know? like you're MacGyver. Yeah. yeah. Come up with something. Um. I guess it's worth mentioning though, because you know we have all these things. But maybe if you're just if you're just starting out for your first time and you're not thinking about it, like it's I guess it's worth mentioning for somebody to at least think about, like if you had to make a tourniquet, which God, please no. God, yeah. let nobody I'd, need yeah. to make a tourniquet because it's an awful thing. Don't write in. But if you <laughs> needed to, do you have something that would work in lieu of an actual right. tourniquet? You, it, and, That's a good well, thing to bring and, up. And if you've never thought about it then know that you can use your belt and, and, and Google it. If, if you've never thought about it and you're going out in the woods, Google what you can use as a tourniquet or how to do yeah. make, do a makeshift tour, tourniquet. You can use a little bit of fabric and a stick and just wind that stick around the fabric and that will keep tightening it and tightening and tightening it. Use some of that tape or use another I piece mean, of I fabric. I feel like I could use something. my shoelaces if yeah, I needed to, right? Absolutely. There's so I many, mean, so many things. Dash, yeah. I feel like you could do that. I mean, it but would not be a pretty one, and it would probably not be great. But I if feel you, like if it would you've be never than thought about it, and then yeah. that situation comes up, then you don't know what to do. So it's better yeah, to think about enough. it ahead of time, and yeah. then you have a, a somewhat of a mindset game plan. So yep. okay, I like it. Yep, I'm on board. Um, the other thing that I have in our, I hate to say this, but sometimes I bring it and sometimes I don't. Because sometimes I forget to pack it, but I do have <laughs> I do have an emergency blanket that I pack once. Oh, in a while. I see, and I um, don't. I I I kept feeling after doing all like looking into all this. I feel like I should. They're lightweight. Yeah. Oh, they're super lightweight. They're tiny. They weigh nothing. Yeah. I do have one that when I remember, because it's it's my dual purpose one. It's my truck one 
mm-hmm. that I am supposed to remember to put into my backpack when we get there, but I do not always remember to put it in my backpack before we set out. Okay. Um, so, so now that I know you have it, I'll remind yeah, <laughs> I probably should just get a second one and keep it in my backpack, yeah. but I don't right now. But I do have an emergency blanket that we are supposed to bring, so I'm going to mention that. Right. This. Um, anybody that doesn't know what an emergency blanket is, it's you've seen it in the movies. It's the silver, super yeah. thin. It looks like tin foil. It's at the end of it's every the, uh, Survivor movie or whatever. Yeah. yeah, it's at the end of every Survivor movie. Hopefully you never need it, but it's like supposed to be super good. I've never actually used one. I've never taken it out of the pack. I don't know exactly what it feels like to wrap it around you, but supposedly yeah. it keeps all your body heat in. Yeah, that reflective material or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, one other thing that I had in my research that we have never taken and we talked about a little bit beforehand is an instant cold pack. Um it offers relief for injuries uh, that cause swelling. Um, it also takes up space. If you're pr- if you're prone to rolling your ankle, if you're prone to things swelling up, things like that, take it. It's it's an instant cold pack, and so take it. But um, I'll be honest, I can't see us ever taking one. Of those. No, no, it, it's going to take up space. I'm they're not, not saying light. it's a bad idea. They're not heavy, but they're not light, light. So yeah. I'm not saying that's a bad idea. It, it's probably a good idea. Mm-hmm. I can't see us ever taking one of those. No. We don't take one now. No. I just brought it up because it was in my notes. Yeah, no, I think, it's, <laughs> I think it's a fine thing to bring up. I can't say you and I ever doing that. Yeah. I think it's a good idea, yeah. realistically, you know, but I can't see us ever doing that. Yeah. Um, another thing that we have that we do take... Mm-hmm. Not specifically in my quote-unquote first aid kit, but mm-hmm. we do make sure we take it every time. Uh, tick remover. Yes. Yeah, some people just use tweezers. Uh, those work in a pinch. Yep. Uh, no pun intended. Um, <sighs> but uh, they tend to not do the best job. Right. So we we take the actual little scoop thing. spoon yeah. thing. I don't. I mean, it's a tick remover. Right. For anybody that doesn't know what it is, look up what a tick remover is. It's a, it's a little, it's it's like a little tiny, like half teaspoon mm-hmm. sized thing, but it's got a little groove cut in it where you can get under the tick and pop it out. And it's supposed to bring, if the head is buried into your skin, it's supposed to pull the head out with it right. without crushing the tick and without just decapitating it? There is that you the go. right word? There it is. Okay. De- without decapitating the tick, because you don't want to leave the head in there, because that's... It could be bad. That's where you get your disease. from the tick is where you get your stuff. So, um, we do take that. I don't keep it in my first aid kit, but I do feel like it's first aid adjacent. Yeah. So, um... Yeah. What else do we take? Oh, oh, the other thing that we take, again... Not specifically first aid, but very first aid adjacent emergency whistle. I was, you you took my final thought. Oh, sorry. <laughs> okay, I didn't mean to. <laughs> I have more, so we okay. can go back to that. Yeah. We'll come back to that one. Um, so the other thing that we take, not in the kit, but part of the things I always take, uh, we take a, like a handful of safety pins, mm-hmm. just. Because you never know, right? I mean, like, safety pins are Yeah, I don't know take. that we need to, but... 
I don't know that we need to either, but, like, they weigh literally nothing. And in my head, if I needed to make a sling or if I needed to fasten the ace bandage and the Velcro wasn't working or realistically, if we needed to do, like, minor repairs on the tent that a safety pin could do. Okay, yep, didn't think about that. Like, not first aid, I, but yep, I mean, okay. it's not, it's not okay. all exactly first aid, but I feel like it's the first aid adjacent. So, I'm going to mention it. Uh, you do, do with it what you will. Yep. Okay. Right? Okay. So then before we go back to your emergency whistle that I took from you, sorry about <laughs> that. The only other thing that I really did want to mention is, um, and this, again, is not exactly emergency kit, but it's, like, very emergency kit adjacent. And maybe it is emergency kit, honestly, but it's, like, matches or lighter, something to sterilize. Like, let's pretend you needed to, like, really dig something out. You do kind of want to... You've got the iodine stuff, you've got the hand sanitizer, you've got all the things, but, like, maybe you really want to be able to put your tweezers or your scissors or something or your knife underneath a flame to sterilize it. I don't know. Again, that gets into the things where it's like, are you getting that far into doing surgery? I don't know. Or you need to cauterize something. (laughs) <laughs> or you need to cauterize something. I didn't even think of that, but yeah, or you need to cauterize something. Theoretically, that could be a thing. Or you need to set up a smoke signal, or you need right. to... I don't know. I, I just feel like matches or lighter should be included in this list. So, I thought of something else as my one last thing or final thought. So, we can talk about the Ray Burt emergency whistles. Don't I can't call it that. I know. I I know. I've been doing so good. Um, So the emergency whistles, though, what I was going to say is just that if things are super bad, you do have to leave your pal behind. Um, Anything like that, you have to go find help and you're not getting cell signal or while you're searching for cell signal, have that whistle going. Somebody might hear you and be able to get to you and you can work together to to save somebody. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I mean, the emergency whistle, whether you consider that first aid or not first aid, it, emergency it, whistle is a must. Yeah. Like, I I will well, not go without the if, emergency it, whistle. It, realistically, if you're at the point where you're in a first aid situation and you need to go find help, yep. you're in an emergency. So you use your emergency whistle. So, yep. but to tie into your lighter and matches thing is if you do need to start a fire for warmth, for heat, for a smoke signal, for anything like that, and you don't have anything really dry or anything that will work as a fire starter, duct tape. If you Oh, I didn't even think of duct tape. For sure that should be included in the list. Duct tape will start on fire no matter what. It's it's not great for the environment, so don't just use it as your everyday fire starter. Because it's right. it's plastic and glue and all this crap that that's not great for the environment. But small doses, it does not take a lot. Um, we tested it out. Um, we had a bunch of ticks. We used duct tape uh, rolled up backwards on our uh, legs. We can get into that in another episode. But we had a bunch of ticks yeah. and some duct tape. And I was just like, well, I'm going to set it on fire, make sure them things die because I hate ticks. And uh, 
So I set it on fire and I was just to test the theory out because I've seen it done and, but I've never done it myself. You take a very, your basic Bic lighter, whatever, and that'll yep. just catch on fire. No problem. So, yeah. And I don't even think of that as first aid, but absolutely mm-hmm. that's first aid. Cause like realistically you can use duct tape for a lot of shit, a lot of stuff. Yep. And we do take that every time we go. It's just not in our first aid kit. I right. didn't even think about that as a first aid thing, but absolutely that should be included in this list. Yeah. So good point. Yeah. yeah. They sell the smaller. You don't need to take your big Home Depot, big giant rolls of duct tape. You can go to just your, I'm sure Joanne Fabric sells their own version of duct tape. You know, they're pretty little duct tapes yeah. or whatever, but they're all the same stuff and they are all flammable. So well, and you and you can wrap it around something else. Like if you don't want to take the yeah. big roll, yeah. you can like unroll it and roll it onto a little piece of dowel or whatever you know, whatever yeah. your thing is to make it smaller. But yeah, absolutely yep. take duct tape. That is a yes, absolutely. Yep. That is for sure on the list. So, but, so yeah, that's pretty much all I have. Did you have anything else nope. for like? I mean, you can get really crazy with a oh, yeah. first aid kit, but like essentials, that's what we yeah. take. We have found it to be effective. Well, 95% of it we've never used. Right. And well, but, like we were talking like, and we could, we could go on and on, but uh, we were talking about like, do you take the little, uh, I don't know what they call them at the doctor's office. I call them popsicle sticks. The tongue depressors is that what they are yeah type of thing or whatever are are you gonna take those if you need to splint something or whatever no take it just use a stick make sure you yeah if there's a cut or whatever then clean it as best you can maybe wrap tape around it and then the stick but use nature for for all you can don't carry all that stuff because you're probably not going to need it if you do need it the woods will provide so right right yeah like i like you're saying, we don't take that. No. There's stuff you can use out in yeah. nature. Well, in all fairness, there's stuff we can use out in nature where we go. Yeah. So maybe if you're in the desert, you're in a spot that uh, maybe isn't going to have things. I don't know. I, I talk about the desert like I know anything about the desert. I don't know the <laughs> damn thing about the well, desert. Well, I've been out in uh, Red Rock Canyon. It's not the the desert per se it's just outside of i mean i guess it is because it's outside of vegas and vegas is technically the desert just uh i can't think of the word i'm thinking of i don't know what you're trying to say there's (laughs) there's people there now um but so there it was rocks i mean it was pretty much what i figured it would, it, there was rocks, there was no trees, there were some cacti, some yeah. different plants, things like that. So maybe if you're in that kind of an environment, take some of the tongue depressor popsicle stick things or whatever just because you might not find something to use to splint something. Right. They don't, yeah, know, know the environment so, yeah. you're going into a little bit yeah. on what you can use or what is going to be at your disposal if you need yeah. to do. You know, think, think ahead to, like, worst-case scenario. Not that you want to, like be super afraid to go out and do this sort of stuff but think about okay if things go really sideways we've talked about this before Mm -hmm. if things go really sideways what are you going to do it is worth thinking about before you go out there yep yeah and yeah our our goal is not to scare anybody from going in the woods 
or or going into right. the back country. I keep you know I keep calling it the woods, but you're right. Like there are people that they go backpacking or, or into the back country where there's it's just sunshine twenty four seven. It seems right. So yeah. So know but, know your stuff. I mean, we'll, we didn't we didn't touch on like you you could almost put in first aid. You could almost put water purification in there. We're not talking about that today because we're going to have a whole episode on water yeah. purification. Um, we're, we're not talking about, um, hypothermia things related into this because we'll get into that in a different episode. We're not talking about, um, for the large part, we're not talking about like sunstroke type things because we'll talk about that in a different episode. But, you know, depending on where you go, you might want to think about those things as first aid. If you're, if you're prone to sunburn... And you're not going to be like, because where we're primarily at, we are shaded. Now, last year I did end up with a sunburn because we ended up right. on a beach. <laughs> so, <laughs> and my, my dumbass took my shirt off. Um, but yeah, so but yeah, we're not we're not getting into all those like specifics because like those those are kind of their own thing too. They could be incorporated into first aid, but we're going to have like separate episodes on yeah. how to deal with some of that stuff, like even. Even insect repellents or, like, critter repellent things, like, you could kind of lump that in with first aid, and we haven't really touched on a lot of those, because we're going to have our own episodes on those, but things to think about. So, like, if this is the only episode you're listening to, those are things you could think about as part of first aid. Well, and again, I guess if, on that note, if there's somebody that's listening to this and they're, they're using us... God help them. But if they're, if they're using us for their advice and everything, which I guess not God help them. I hope they are. Because um, I wish we would have had something like this to listen to when we first started out. Um, if you are listening to this and you are just waiting for us to get to an episode because you're trying to plan a trip and you're trying to figure something out, drop us a line. We'll, yeah. we'll either respond to you and say, yep, we're working on that episode, or... Well, that'll be our next episode. Like, right. So, just yeah, hit us up if if you have an idea or you are looking for anything that we're not we haven't covered or, I mean, potentially we might not have even thought about covering it yet. We've got right. so much coming down the pipe that I if we we don't have we have enough planned out, but we don't have any set schedule on what we're recording and when. So if if there's something you want right. to hear. And I want to hear our take on it. Then we're happy to do it. And where can they reach us at, Mike? At Sean Mike Hike on uh, all the uh, major socials. Not yet Snapchat. I forgot that's a major social. <laughs> so I'm working on that one. But uh, other than that, I'm pretty sure all the major socials, including YouTube, and at Sean Mike Hike or Sean Mike Hike at Gmail dot com for the email. Um, right. So yeah, drop us a line. Uh, as Sean likes to say, uh, go uh, rate, review, and subscribe um, on the uh, the iTunes or wherever you're listening to this, the podcast uh, networks. Um, yep. It'd be greatly appreciated. It'll bump us up and get more people listening and um, help more uh, uh, amateur hikers like yourself. Yep. If you've gotten any episodes that you found especially helpful, feel free to share that with a friend. Uh, that's a great way for us to get the word out. 
Uh, aside from that, like Mike said, we're on all the major socials. Drop us a line on our Gmail account. Uh, rate, review, subscribe. That helps get the word out. Or, here, here's this. What what was your favorite trip that you ever took? Drop us a line. I, I would like to hear some favorite trips and uh, locations where you go, and uh, maybe we'll plan a trip out there. Absolutely. We'd yeah. love to hear it. Um, so aside from that, that's all I've got for this episode, Mike. Before we wrap up, is there anything else you wanted to touch on? No. Be safe out there. Um, do everything you can to keep nature nature and uh, well for the rest of us. But uh, just be safe about it and um, go take a hike. Yeah, go take a hike, eh? We'll yep. see you guys in a couple of weeks. We'll see you.